Hello, everyone, and welcome to Meow Mix, the Carolina Panthers podcast. My name is Steven. My name is Jerry. Jerry. Guess what? We're, Guess we're, what, Jerry? It's, it's that time. Is it's it? week one. It, it, it's week one, it's, Jerry. <sighs> week one is here. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah, we, we are... Uh, uh, week one is here. It, 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 it is, is week one of the NFL season. The Panthers play in less than a week. Um... I could not be honestly. I could not be more excited. I, I'm stoked. I'm like really excited about this season. We we're doing our season prediction show today, so we're gonna go through the schedule. We're gonna pick wins and losses. Uh, we're gonna you know decide if we go to the playoffs. This is where it all happens. Right here on paper is where Jerry and I decide if the Panthers are gonna make the playoffs. Yes. And I yeah. Now yeah. before we really get started, I want to say I've been very critical of that rule. I think he should have been fired last year. What you? But, but with that being said, I am going into this with the thought of this, that he improves as a coach, that mm. McAdoo helps him grow as a head coach a little bit. McAdoo has gone through long things, and I'm, I'm expecting this coaching staff to get better, and that's what I'm doing my predictions with. I am, for the rest of the season, I will be critical of him. But I am not downright hatred of him. I am ready to move on. You know, I I forgive it, forgiven him. I am moving on for this season for right now. All right. Okay. So Let's so Jerry is we're, we're, is optimistic. We're, we're Panther fandom now. That's okay. it. Okay. Okay. You're, you're choosing <laughs> to support your head coach until he is no longer worthy of your respect. Correct. And, he, he's got a okay. clean slate right okay. now for me. Okay. Okay. Well, that's good. That's progress. Yeah. That's, that's huge progress, honestly. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, you know, my, I've always kind of been eh, a little on the fence, um, mm-hmm. trying to, trying to stay as positive as possible, but also recognizing that maybe he's not the best coach in the world. Um, so, Again, I, you know, I'm I'm full fully on board thinking that the coaching staff shakeup will be beneficial to Matt Rule. Um, you know, year three. That's when Matt Rule has shined everywhere he's been. This is year three for the Panthers. Is he going to shine? Find out next. Yeah. That was a little Mike, Mike Greenberg uh, tease for you. Okay, um, but before we do get to the season prediction. Uh, there has been actually quite a few um, pieces, roster movements, things that have taken place. So, Jerry, why don't you let us know what's happened? All right. Uh, the Panthers released Kenny Robinson mm-hmm. and wide receiver Rashawn Henry from the practice squad. Kenny Robinson was really early and kind of surprised me that he stuck around, got on the practice squad, then they released him. But mm-hmm. he is gone. Uh, the Panthers also waived defensive tackle Davion Nixon uh, from the actual roster. I wouldn't be shocked to see him back on the practice squad if he clears waivers, but there were some teams that were very interested in him, so we'll see. Uh, Panthers also signed defensive end Henry Anderson to the active roster. He's he's a journeyman. Um, kind of a little shocked that we brought in a 31-year-old journeyman defensive end would there's some better quality guys out there but i guess well, he feels cheap you know probably <laughs> cheap and uh, i don't know maybe they still want to see what the rest of the mm-hmm. edge rushers have but 
they also signed a couple of practice squad guys in wide receiver Preston Williams and safety Marquise Blair to the practice mm-hmm. squad. Now, Preston Williams is kind of an interesting name considering yeah. he was in Miami. He made some plays there, but I, he was released and they pit, put him on the practice squad. We'll see how he does. Yeah. Um, interesting. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Again, not a guy that's going to come in and change the offense, you know, change the team at all. But, uh, you know, Harry Anderson, uh, or Henry Anderson, excuse me, he had seven sacks one year. The Jets. One year. A few years ago. Oh. 2018. Was he had 11 and a half for his career in his six years? Mm-hmm. And seven of them in one year. And yeah. since then, <laughs> uh, 2019, he had one. 2020, he had half. And 2021, he had none. So... Uh, yeah, it's just obviously a depth play there. Um, uh, yeah, you know, they got rid of Damian Nixon. That didn't surprise me too much. I kind of felt like he was on the bubble anyway. Um, but to get rid of him for Henry Anderson, who, you know, you know what Henry Anderson is. Right? Oh, yeah. Like it's, obviously, they felt like... Davion Nixon wasn't going to develop in anything, or they didn't want to put the time in to develop him. Maybe that's maybe that's the case. I don't know. But, uh, who knows? Maybe because I kept telling you, man, the coaching staff and Scott Fitter kept raving about him. I even heard about him playing inside and out. You know, this year though. Yeah, I heard. Did you hear that this year? Because I heard yeah. a lot in twenty twenty one. They talked a lot I about you know he was flashing things like that. But I didn't hear much about him this Scott year. Scott Fitter mentioned it on a radio on WFNZ during his interview. He was talking about WFNZ how WFNZ Cannon though is that real? Yeah, like I, it was okay. during an interview. <laughs> like again, I've heard it this preseason or this training camp, so it was a little surprise to me. Okay. I mean, I get what you're saying. I think McCall did outplay him in the preseason, mm-hmm. and I understand why it was Nixon instead of him. But oh well, I mean. We'll see what it is. We'll see if he gets out of the practice squad or what. I mean, that's the thing is like, you know, Panthers Twitter is going crazy today because of Nixon being released. This guy's a fifth round pick in 2021. Didn't play most of 2021 with an injury. Didn't really do much this year. Um, you know, in training camp, I didn't see him flash. Um, and he got released. Uh, you know, fifth round picks get released the year after they were drafted all the time. They get, they get released the year they were drafted all the time. You know, uh, people are saying that oh, he would have been a second round pick if it weren't for you know off the field issues. Well, we don't know that. Number one, number two, he wasn't a second round pick. He was a fifth round pick. If he was that good. His off the field issues would have still made him a second or third round pick. I, I mean, I you know, agree. It's not, and, that, it's not co- a big surprise to me. And the coaching staff has had over a year with him. And yeah. if they're not buying into the way he's playing. Maybe this is the kick in his rear that he needs to step up his game. I mean, and Derek Brown had that last year when he got benched. I mean, sometimes a true. player needs it. And it's not only on the field production that gets these guys cut. You know, there are meetings, there's practices, there's training camp, there's film study, there's all kinds of stuff. We don't know what was going on in that locker room or in those meetings or in the you know the coaches' offices or whatever. We have no idea. Now, I'm not saying that Davion Nixon is a bad guy or anything like that, but we just don't know. We don't know what the reception was from him. We don't know what the reception was, what he was saying to the coaches. We just have no idea. But long story short, he's off the team. So I don't think it's that big of a deal. I don't think he was going to play a ton this year anyway. So, you know, whatever. Um, 
Okay, any other thoughts there before we sort of move on to the meat of this podcast? Uh, no, that's it. I mean, okay. again, Henry Anderson, I was just like, really, that's who we signed? But whatever. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of meat, Jerry, this podcast I'm... is brought to you by Manscaped. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Manscaped, Jerry, uh, if you will bear with me one moment here because I put my thing in the wrong place. Okay. Uh, that's what she said. All right. So support for Man- for uh, Meow Mix, the Carolina Panthers podcast, brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below the waist, the waist grooming. Their products are precision engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package is the ultimate in men's hygiene. Join over 6 million men worldwide, that's 12 million balls, Jerry, who have trusted Manscaped with this exclusive offer to you, 20% off and free worldwide shipping with pro, uh, promo code MEOWMIX. And that's at manscaped.com. Uh, the Performance Package 4.0 has arrived, and oh man, it's a game changer. Inside the package, you'll find their Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, Weed Whacker, Ear, and Nose Hair Trimmer, Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, and Performance Boxer Brief, and a Travel Bag. Uh, the fourth generation trimmer. Features cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin-safe technology. The Lawnmower 4.0 is waterproof and also has a 4K LED spotlight. Need a more precise shave in those hard-to-see areas. Yes, very high-resolution, 4K, (laughs) HDR, yes. It's amazing. Uh, My favorite product, maybe, is the Crop Preserver ball deodorant you know sometimes things get a little sweaty down there use the ball deodorant cleans it right up uh, it's going to change the way that you approach your hygiene routine trust me when i say this fellas your balls will thank you get 20 percent off and free shipping with code MeowMix at manscaped.com that's 20 percent off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use manscape unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job all right. Now that the business is out of the way, Jerry, let's have some fun. We're going to talk about the schedule. We're going to go through each week. Now, again, you know, this is September 5th. Uh, do we know who's going to win on, you know, January 1st? Yes. We yes. Do. That's why we're going to tell you. <laughs> we definitely do. Um, but yeah, we're going to go through, we're going to, uh, talk some, uh, some, some schedule here, Jerry. So we're going to kick it right off here. Week one coming right up. Now this is not our official, uh, week one preview podcast. We're going to do that in a couple of nights. Um, but we do still need to talk about this because it's part of the schedule. So week one home game, Cleveland Browns. What are you kind of looking forward to, and what's your prediction? Again, we're just going to go real quick here, um, one sentence or two sentences as far as what you're looking for, and then a winner or a loss. Well, I'm really looking forward to the run defense, see how they really fare against, you know, probably the best back tandem in the league, and also Baker Mayfield's revenge game. I mean, he's, it's going to be a revenge game no matter what he says. He's going to go out there and ball out. He did it against Texas Tech when he was at Oklahoma. I just expect him to really want and go gun ho on this game. <clears throat> yeah, I mean it's Baker versus the Browns. That's that's kind of that's the headline. That's what you know non Panthers fans are going to be looking forward to. That's what Panthers fans will be looking forward to. Uh, and obviously, week one, right? Football's back. We're, we're excited. 
Um, Jerry, I'm going to go ahead and give my prediction first here. That's a big W for the Panthers. We're going to take home the victory there. Same. W. Same. All the way. Yeah, Jerry's flashing the Wu-Tang symbol for you. Uh, podcast <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, week two, Jerry, who we got? At the New York Giants. What are you looking forward to in this? Uh, we, uh, gosh, week two. Okay. Week two here at the Giants. <laughs> um, Panthers are going against a team that is not going to be very good this season. Uh, this should be a game that we win handily. Uh, defensive line going up against Daniel Jones. Uh, cornerbacks going up against Daniel Jones throwing the ball. Like I, That's what I'm looking forward to. I'm looking for a, like a huge defensive effort in this game. I agree. That was my theory, too. I'm very excited to watch this You know, secondary honestly destroy Daniel Jones. Like, yeah. I'm expecting two picks. Like, oh, I could yeah. uh, at I'd least set the over-under at like two and a half. I mean, and I might go. Over. I just, I feel like they they could have a decent Saquon, another good running back if healthy, you know. Yeah, maybe if healthy, but yeah. again, it's going to be one of those situations where the quarterback's not there, and I don't think this secondary is going to give up anything to world. Agreed, no, and their 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 wide receivers are just not. They're not very good. I mean, Kadarius no. Tony could be good if he stays healthy, but Galladay is nothing compared to what yeah. it used to be so yeah i've got a w here too panthers starting off two and oh all right week three back home back home for the next three weeks in a row by the way um four of our first five games at home uh against the saints so this uh i feel like is going to be the first you know obviously first divisional matchup um first time we get to see Jameis this year mm-hmm. uh Jameis going against the corners again. This is kind of a theme of mine, by the way, is bad quarterbacks going up against the corners. And I know not everybody thinks Jameis is a bad quarterback, but he does tend to turn the ball over. Um, so I have five interceptions in question marks here. Uh, and then also, like, the Kamara versus CMC matchup is always fun. So uh, that should be an, a, a fun game to watch. See, and I'm here going the opposite. I am very interested in Baker Mayfield going against this defense. and. Okay. New Orleans just got rid of one of their be- their best corner, in my opinion, and Cha- Chauncey Gart, whatever, I can't say his name. Anyways, but I'll be interested because <laughs> they also have a good defense. Their c- defensive coordinator is now their head coach, and I'm also kind of curious on just how this team really reacts to having a new co- head coach. Sean Payton was supposed to be the mastermind, and every mm-hmm. prediction I see has New Orleans like a top-tier team, and I'm mm-hmm. like... Dennis Allen sucked as a head coach in Do you know what his Raiders. record was? I do not know. Coach. Eight and twenty-eight. So again, he sucked mm-hmm. at a, as yeah. a head coach. Not now, that obviously... the Raiders were any good at that time. I mean, you know, they're bad, but yeah, he he was not good. Not a good head coach. And, and is Preston Williams going to be the the guy? Is he really going to be able to orchestrate that offense like Sean Payton? Very interested in New Orleans, by the way. I'm just saying. I think people are jump really early jumping on their bandwagon. I'm like, we don't know how this coaching staff is going to really react. But yeah, I, I think the hype is way out of control in New Orleans. Um, that being said, I do have a loss here for the Panthers. I have a win. I, I, have them. I think yeah. that's where it gets him. 
I have them splitting with New Orleans, so spoiler alert for Week 18. But, um, yeah, I do have a loss here. Just, I don't know. Just a feeling. Um, week 4, who we got? At home against Arizona. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What you looking forward to? I am looking forward to this defense being able to contain Kyler Murray. We've played him a couple mm-hmm. times already. But Kyler Murray's now a veteran, got a big contract. I'm very curious on how they're going to try to maintain him in the pocket and force him to beat us with his arm because that's how you're going to beat Kyler Murray is keep him in the pocket, let our defensive backs you know, manhandle their receivers and just see how they do it. Yeah, and you say their receivers. I mean, you know, DeAndre Hopkins is not going to play. He's suspended. Christian Kirk got I traded. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Hey, Christian Kirk. Christian Kirk got <laughs> traded. Yep. Well, he got $90 million. Somebody thought he was good. Um, they've got Marquise Brown from the, the Ravens, who was a mm-hmm. good receiver. Um, A.J. Green, who may not be a good receiver anymore. Yeah. Was he ever really a good receiver? Yes, he, he was. He, dro- he dropped a lot of balls. He dropped a lot of balls. That's all I'm saying. He made Andy Dalton look decent, okay? <laughs> or did Andy Dalton make him look decent? Don't say that while I'm taking a sip of my water. I almost did a spit take. Um, So, I don't know. The Panthers always play the Cardinals well. Historically, we have always played the Cardinals well. doesn't matter who the coach is. doesn't matter who the quarterback is. We always play them well. And I think we're going to beat them. So, I got a W here. I actually have a loss here. But now that you mention it, and I didn't realize Hopkins was out, and we're at Mm -hmm. home. I'm switching to another W. That's four and zero for me, baby. Wow. 4-0. Okay. See, I got the three and one, which I thought was. Uh, I actually had a, the New Orleans as a win before, and then I went and changed it to a loss because I thought four and zero was just ridiculous that we weren't going <laughs> to. There's no way we were going to do that. So uh, we went three and zero last year. Maybe we could improve on it. Oh, maybe, maybe. Um, all right. Uh, by the way, that's a four zero five home game, which is. Uh, it's kind of rare, but it happens again the next week as we play the San Francisco 49ers, a home game that's a 4.05 start. Um, this one is interesting because Trey Lance is coming to town. It's the first time we'll get to see Trey Lance as a starting quarterback here. Um, they've got a good team. They've got a really good team. Uh, their offense is, they've got elite playmakers all over the field. Um, except maybe running back. Although Elijah Mitchell last year was pretty good. So I don't know if he's going to be healthy, but interesting. Um, so, uh, yeah, with uh, their, you know, their coach is a really good, Shanahan's a really good play caller, does some different things. You know, they kind of had Debo last year as a running back like the second half of the season, uh, and he played extremely well. So they throw a lot of different things at you. I'm interested to see how uh, Phil Snow kind of adapts to that um what are you looking forward to basically what you said uh basically i'm very interested in trey lanti i highly regarded him in that draft and with that being said i'll be interested in how we contain him and what he does now overall i have this as a loss because i think shanahan is just a really good coach and i think he can out coach i again i'm on that rules he's clean slate but mm-hmm. Shanahan's, in my opinion, is one of the best coaches in the league right now. 
now. So I think he could outcoach and find his way into a W on this game. I also have this as a loss, although it would not surprise me if the Panthers win this game. Um, no. Uh, hang, hang on one sec. Um, you know, Kyle Shanahan, ha- would it surprise you if I told you that Kyle Shanahan had a losing record as a head coach? Yeah, actually. He does. He's 39 and 42. Mm-hmm. That's what I looked up real quick. Um, so that is kind of interesting. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. He was with I, Washington I, for a little bit as a mm-hmm. head coach. Yeah. So he, he I, I do have this as an L as well. So I have us at three and two right now. You have us at four and one. Uh, I do have in my notes here that this could be the first loss of the season. So I do have, uh, uh, you know, I'm hedging my bets a little bit. Um, next one, though, huh, this will be a tough one. Who we got? We're going to Los Angeles to face the defending, <laughs> to the defending <laughs> Super Bowl champs, L.A. Rams. Uh, got to fly across the country to face them. I mean, at least they get to see the new fancy stadium. But, man, that team is old. But at the same yep. time, it's a very good old. It's not a – yeah. Yeah, so, um, my my notes for this one are basically how are they gonna how are the Panthers gonna react to adversity because I feel like this game you know I think they could get punched in the mouth pretty early in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, how are so. they gonna come back? I think uh, again McVeigh, one of the best coaches in the league, uh, he's gonna have really good second half adjustments. What are the Panthers gonna do? You know, this is, oh, by the way the third four oh five game in a row. Uh, I I don't remember the last time that ever happened for the Panthers, but. Um, we don't have hardly any primetime games this year, but we got three, four, oh, five games. Um, it's not West coast teams that they yeah. try to do that for the West coast. Yeah, but and they don't... the first, the first two are at home. And normally that's like the, you know, that's the advantage that East coast teams have is they play. Well, that they game. still, they still don't want to do that because a lot of the West coast complain that it's like, you know, they're waking up super early their time. And yeah, I don't care about those people. Okay. Yeah, you know, but I'm sure that's where most, the NFL most of your, most of your ratings are not coming from, you know, Nevada. I mean, maybe Los Las Vegas, but uh, anyway. So I, I do have an L here. Um, I've got the Panthers yeah. with a loss. I do too. That's my second loss, two in a row, okay. four and yep. two for me right now. We're three and three for me, and we are heading back home to face Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, my notes here, is this Tom Brady's last time at Bank of America Stadium? Yeah. yeah very, I, think it very might, I think it might be. I think it's very possible it will be. Um, and will, will the Panthers' defensive front chew up that injured offensive line and maybe make it mm-hmm. a nice going away present for the Panther fans for him? It could be. Um, I, I have this as kind of the last of a really tough stretch of games. That's four games in a row against teams that a lot of people can, you know, are saying are going to be playoff teams. And I think we're playoff teams last year. Um, you know, get a little bit break next, the, the next week. But uh, yeah, this is going to be another tough game. And I have us with a loss. I have us as a loss too. And maybe Tom Brady hits that wall. Finally, mm-hmm. maybe that offensive line beat up in the middle <laughs> You know, Derek Brown, Ioannidis can, like, charge through and get him happy toes. Yeah. But it's Tom Brady. Even though he struggles here in Bank of America Stadium, I'm still going to go with him. 
You, you can't still count. Go, you can't count him out. <laughs> Every time you count him out. Every single time. He Yeah. He proves you wrong. Every time. So I'm just not going to count him out until he counts himself out. Basically, I mean, I mean, just just ask we've the learned next our appointment. <laughs> the our next appointment, our opponent knows that opponent, as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, who Atlanta. is our next appointment, Jerry? Yeah, <laughs> Atlanta, twenty-eight to three, baby. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the Falcons. Uh, I have this as a bounce back game. So you know, we've gone. You know, based on my schedule, we've now lost three in a row. Uh, we're sitting at three and four. So. A nice bounce back game against you know Mariota or Ritter. Um, that's another other one I know. Is it could it be Ritter here facing the Panthers? Um, either way, I think the cor- the Panthers corners are going to feast in this game. Outside of Kyle Pitts, they don't have anybody that scares me at wide receiver. Um, yeah, I think this is a, a big win for the Panthers. They they have that new rookie. Uh, I can't think of his name right now, but Drake. That's fine. But, I, I don't know anything about him, but. But either way, I agree with you. I personally have a feeling that this team is trying to not the front office is purposely trying to get a top tier quarterback to the next draft. I feel like they built this team to shed some, you know, cap weight and just kind of get that top pick, maybe get some more picks and build for the future. And all power to them. I know they can't announce that, but if that's what they do, good for them. I mean, I hope they don't get a top-tier like quarterback. This. Yeah, I think yeah. everyone expects them to be a really bad team. So Yeah. So, I have a, I have a win. It's going to be, I have a feeling it's going to be a rough year for Falcons fans. All right, so I have us at 4-4. Four and four. You are 5-3, and three, is that right? Uh, what at this point? 5-3, yeah. Okay. All right, uh, week 9, heading to Cincinnati. Uh, Super Bowl runner-up. Cincinnati Bengals. Um, you know, we get to go against Joe Burrow, who I, I personally think is probably the future of the league at quarterback. Um, future MVP, maybe multiple-time MVP. Could be the MVP this year. I mean, he's that good. He has that good of a receiving core. That's my key right there is the receiving core against our DBs. Um, and by the way, I think our DBs maybe like, the best part of our team. <laughs> That's why yeah. I keep talking about them. Um you know, but going up against Chase and Higgins and uh, Boyd, that's that's tough, man. That's a tough assignment. And Njoku, who sometimes is good. I mean, people seem to like him. I don't really get it, but some people like him. Um, yeah, it's going to be interesting. I, I agree. And I'll be interested to see how Cincinnati responds from that Super Bowl loss. A lot um, of times that Super Bowl loss hits you hits the loser pretty as hard. We know, as we know. And... Not only that, Joe Burrow, as much as I agree with you, that dude is super talented. He's also been injured a couple times. Kind of see you know, how it is. Have they yeah. improved that offensive line to keep him upright? <clears throat> yeah, their offensive line was not good last year. Um, and I know they have done some work this year to improve that. I don't have their names, obviously, uh, in front of me. But uh, I think they're going to be good again this year. I I would expect them to be back in the playoffs, which, again, as you mentioned, is not a given with Super Bowl losing <laughs> teams. So, yeah. uh, week 10, Jerry, a familiar foe. Atlanta, here in Bank of America Stadium. Atlanta, I think at this point of the season, fans and some of the players are starting to look towards the offseason drafts and mm-hmm. stuff. Now, 
And again, I, I don't blame them as this is what I think that the front office wants to do. They want to move on into a new direction, probably with the same coach because I think he's on board too. But Brian Flores wasn't, so. True. Uh, yeah, Arthur <laughs> Smith, um, who may or may not be good. We don't we don't really know. They didn't look great last yeah. year. Um, yeah, for, for my note for this one is uh, good opportunity for Matt Rule to show that he has learned something, right? Yeah. Because this is now the you know second time in three weeks we're going to play the same opponent. Do something different than you did the first game, right? Make your adjustments, and let's see what you learned. That's what I'm excited to see. But I do have the Panthers winning this one as well. All right. Next week, we go up to the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, we go to the Ravens. Um, again, another kind of high-powered offense. I think uh, Lamar, and this is not really going out on limb, is the best running quarterback in the game right now. Um, Panthers always kind of have problems with really, really good running quarterbacks. Um, and they have, you know, they just have a really dynamic offense. Again, another team like the Niners that have a really dynamic offense. They don't have the playmakers, I think, that the, the 49ers have. But their head coach is just as good, if not better. And their defense is also really good. Always really good. So just a, a really tough game for the Panthers. And I got on with a loss. Uh, Baltimore, we've played some of the best coaches in the league. And John Harbaugh is another one. Lamar Jackson is an MVP candidate, one of the most dynamic players currently playing the game. This is a loss. I think Baltimore is actually going to be prime for serious Super Bowl contention this year. It's mm-hmm. tough that AFC is loaded, but I do think that they are Super Bowl contenders in my eyes. Yeah, I agree. Um, and their division is pretty weak this year. So uh, I think they're going to, well, other than the Bengals, obviously. But they're, yeah, they're going to be pretty good. Um, all right, next week we are back home mm-hmm. against the Denver Broncos. And what am I excited to see here? Russell Wilson in a different uniform. Uh, we've had a uh, kind of a rivalry with Russell Wilson, particularly with the Seahawks, but kind of it started with when Russell Wilson got there. Russell, Russ and Cam were kind of the two young QBs going yeah. against each other, played tough games all the time, met in the playoffs a few times. So, uh, interesting to see him with a different team. They've got a good receiving core on that team, Jerry Judy and uh, Cortland Sutton. So, uh, they also have a couple of, you know, Javante Williams, a really good young running back, um, who at this point of the season, I would expect to be getting most of the carries. So just a good team to go up against here at this point in the, the schedule. I agree. Uh, I'm just not sold a hundred percent on that team. I think, mm-hmm. in my eyes, they're slightly overrated. I do think they're going to be a good team. I don't want you know, Broncos fans to come at me and say that, oh, he said that we're horrible. No. Mm-hmm. But with that said, we're at home. I'm saying W, win. Yeah, I got to win as well. Yeah, this, uh, is a, uh, this is kind of the beginning of the stretch where the Panthers really kind of put the foot, put their foot down on the pedal for me. Um some very winnable games, uh, and that's the first mm-hmm. one. Finally, the next week, Jerry is the bye. It's like the fourth year in a row or something we've had a week 13 bye. Yeah. 
Alright, so. I paused it before you said goodbye. Okay. So, let me hang up and reconnect. I okay. I got the warning and I was like, oh, well, we're right next to the bye. I'm going to go ahead and pause it. Okay. Let Sounds you good. know. Alright, bye. So just mentioned that we're going into the bye. Okay. All right, and week 13, the bye, finally. Uh, this is like the third or fourth year in a row we've had a week 13 bye. Really late bye. I don't yeah. like them, um, but here it is. They're, they're good if you're pushing for a wild card and you're in the wild card because it gives you that little bit of time to rest. But mm. depending on who's injured and stuff, I mean, we've seen it before where we won an early bye because of all the injuries. But, you know, here we are, week 13. Yeah, it's just, a, it's just, that's a lot, you know, that's, mm-hmm. what, uh, three straight months of every, every week. It's, yeah, it's, it's just a lot. Um, but coming out of the bye, we get a gift. We have to yeah. travel, but we're going to Seattle, who is not going to be a good team this year. Uh, yeah. my note here is how many points can we score? This should be a blowout. Start your Panthers in fantasy. <laughs> I, I agree. This is another team that I think is doing the rebuild the correct way in we're trying to win in quotation marks of I'm starting Geno Smith at quarterback. My, yeah, and Drew backup, Locke is backing him up. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, our, our starting running back retired in training camp. I don't even know who their running back is. Look, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett. Like, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, they're good. They're get they're under contract past next year. Mm-hmm. They're gonna go for a top tier quarterback and they're gonna reload. That's my prediction. So with that being said, they're gonna be planning for their offseason already. And they, this is a Panthers W here. Yeah, this is a, definitely a Panthers W. Um And I think that's all we need to say about that. So the week after, we're back home. Playing the Pittsburgh Steelers, a team that believes they already have their quarterback of the future. Uh, who's it going to be? Is it going to be Trubisky or is it going to be Pickett? At this time, it's Pickett. Hey, this is this is week fifteen. Pickett's there. I'm bringing up the fact that we have played down Mike Tomlin, another great coach. I mean, mm-hmm. even Pete Carroll's a great coach. I just they're in the midst of a rebuild. This is step one of yeah. a rebuild for them. But I mean, right. seriously. We are going against some top-tier head coaches this year. Yeah, I mean, Cliff Kingsbury, right, with the uh, Cardinals. Okay, okay, calm down. (laughs) They're not all great coaches. (laughs) They're not all, but I was just saying that we do face quite a few good ones. Do you think the Steelers are going to be good this year? I think they could be good in spots, because I think Mike Tomlin's another good coach that can kind of coach up a team. Mm-hmm. And TJ Watt's just a beast on the other side. I don't think they're going to be very good. 
Um, but I can see the argument because Ben Roethlisberger was just really bad the last couple mm-hmm. of years, and especially last year, he was awful. Um, so if they hit on Pickett, then I think they could be good because, like you said, T.J. Watt's good. They've got mm-hmm. Chase Claypool. They've got you know Najee Harris, a really good run, young running back. Um, you know, other uh, parts of that defense are very good, so they could be good. Um, but I have the Panthers winning this game because I just I don't see them as a playoff team, the Steelers. Yeah, I I could see that. Again, I think that Mike Tomlin and those, they do have some talent. Not sure mm-hmm. if they're all going to pan out, but I mean, that's yeah. that's what the Panthers are too. A lot of talent, will they pan out? True that. True that. But I say they um, will, and it's a win. <laughs> okay. Uh, next, Jerry, who we got? The Detroit Lions are coming to Bank of America Stadium. Dan Campbell, eating memes and all that, hype on the hard knocks. At this point, I don't even know if he'll be the head coach. Really? He may See, get... I think the Lions are going to kind of be frisky this year. I don't. I, I, I just don't. I think Jared Goff's not a very good quarterback. Mm-hmm. They have uh, St. Brown. I, I like him. They have some good pieces. I, Aiden Hutchinson, I think, is going to be a beast. But, I really like DeAndre Swift. I think they have a really good running back. He can do a lot of different things. So, that being said, I just I'm, I'm not on I'm not on the Frisky Lions fan bandwagon that everybody else is, but we'll see. Yeah, I think they're going to be Frisky. I don't think they're going to win this game. I think the Panthers are going to win this game. It's a home game against the Lions. I mean, come on, give me a break. Um, so I do think the Panthers win, and and I don't think it's particularly close, but. Um, I wouldn't count the Lions out. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs or anything, but I think they're going to win seven, eight games. I I think Dan Campbell keeps his job. Um, All right, so week 17, you know, last two weeks here are divisional matchups, and they're not super easy games. Um, Both away, this one at Tampa Bay. Um, This is an old team, Jerry. Mm -hmm. This is an old team in Tampa Bay, and we're in January at this point. Uh, This is actually on New Year's Day. Has Tom Brady broken down by this point? I mean, a lot of off-season stuff has yeah. been going on with Tom Brady. He, uh, you know, Giselle, his wife, his kids, they don't seem to really be excited about him playing another season. Um, the mental fatigue, you know, does he really want it that bad? I mean, heck, uh, he took 11 days off to get a facelift in training camp. <laughs> I think that's why he took the time off. But uh, you look at the pictures. Look at the pictures before. That's just called you know spending time with your family. You know everybody knows you spend time with your family. Get a little you know Botox is a family. Get a family discount. Um, Yeah, I mean, I think this is. I'm gonna. I'm I'm saying this is a loss for the Panthers, but I think there's a very real scenario where this is a win. Uh, I have a loss here. Again, Tampa Bay has a lot of talent. They have a new head coaching staff, but Bruce Arians is still up in the booth. I think he is still there. Tom Brady's still there. It's old. But this is their last push for another ring. And I think we're going to take the L on this one. Agreed. Um, All right. Week 18. The final week of the season. We travel to New Orleans. Tell us where we're going. Yeah, the New Orleans Saints. Uh, we always seem to end our seasons with New Orleans for bad and good. But this year, I think it's going to be for good. 
that defense, even though they kept their head coach, they're getting older. Cam Jordan's over thirty. I, I, mm-hmm. I, I just, I am, I'm not on the New Orleans bandwagon as I mentioned before. They'll be interesting, mm-hmm. and I could be completely wrong. If they're as good as everybody else, all the experts think, then this could be an easy L. But I don't think they're going to be that good. And I say W. Panthers are playing, pushing for the playoffs at this point, so they get the W. Yeah, I, I had the Panthers splitting uh, with New Orleans. I had the loss earlier this uh, season, so I do have the win here. And my question to you, Jerry, is do you trust Jameis Winston and they must win to make the playoffs? The answer is no. Yeah. No one should. He's <laughs> uh, Jameis Winston for a reason. Um, yeah, I think the Panthers win this one, and I have the final uh, record at 10-7 and seven for the Panthers, doubling their win total from last season. I have them at 11 and 6. Yes, you do, Jerry. Yes, you do. How are you feeling about that, Jerry? Uh, I, <laughs> did you realize you're going to have 11 wins? <laughs> I did not realize I was going to win wins. I told you, I'm all on board this year. I'm clean slate. Try to get it. Yeah. But, no, I did not. When I went through it, Full transparency. When I went through it the first time, I had us at 11 wins, and I was like, that's ridiculous. I can't, I can't see this team winning 11 games. So I went back through it again, and I ended up with 10. I mean, okay, if the if the offensive line holds up, if Baker mm-hmm. Mayfield could get into a rhythm and be a top 15 quarterback, I'm not asking mm-hmm. him to be a top 5 quarterback. Top 15 quarterback. That defense stops the run, and this secondary is what we think it is. Mm-hmm. I could easily see us doing this. Maybe not. I, I mean, 10 wins gets us in the playoffs. Like, I think yeah. I think all that happens to get me to 10 wins. Um, and, you know, 10, 11 wins is just one more win. It's just one, one, you know, potential ball bounce that goes the opposite direction gets you to 11 wins. So, it's not like we're crazy off, but... It looks different <laughs> to me. It, like, it, it, 11 <laughs> looks different than 10. It just does. And then uh, there's always a game or two that, you know, the ball bounces the wrong way. A fumble goes yeah. out of bounds instead of to, you know. Right. But with that being said, this the Panthers team lost 10 games. 10 games leading last year. Mm-hmm. I mean, if, they, if that offense could be improved last year... That defense was getting too tired. We saw that. We kept harping on that. You know, the yep. defense, you know, gets a water break for a three and out and runs back out on the field. Yep. By that time, they just got tired. So I'm hoping with Baker Mayfield, a healthy Christian McCaffrey, they can move the ball, keep that defense fresh, and really may not win the division, but at least get to that wild card and make some noise. Yeah, I mean, honestly, anything can happen because we have talked about Brady, you know, every year, Brady, Brady, Brady. Well, if this is the year, right, they don't have, have they don't have another option at quarterback that's going to be able to come in and do anything close to what Tom Brady yeah. did last year even, you know. Um, Mike Evans is hurt a lot, you know. he he Who knows how many games he plays this season. That offensive line is decimated. They're coming in really injured. They could fall apart. Julio Jones. Could win. Julio Jones, who knows? You know? Exactly. He will look who off. Knows? 
bad in Tennessee. Godwin's another one that gets hurt a lot, you know? Mm -hmm. The Panthers could win this division, and it it wouldn't be that shocking, you know? I mean, maybe it's outside outside of Carolina, yeah, it'd be a, a huge shock. But if you really think about it, it's not a you know it's not like even a one percent chance. Like I'd say it's like a ten percent chance. Like it's a decent chance. Things have to go right, like you said. Yep. The Tom Brady wall, age wall, has to happen. Mm-hmm. That that is one of the key things that, and other things would have to go right for the Panthers. Like I said. Oh yeah. Christian McCaffrey staying healthy, offensive line working, Baker working. Like yeah yeah, but there's a possibility there. Mm-hmm. Agreed. All right. Well, that is the schedule. Um, so we're going to go and we're gonna do a little prediction in terms of individual players, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so you want to kick it off here, Jerry, and tell us what we're looking at first. Uh, we're going to start with Rookie of the Year. I'll let you go first so I don't steal yours. <laughs> I'm actually going to go Icky. Okay. Uh, I know it's such a taboo thing, but I think he helps really solidify that O-line. He's going to have some rough goings first off. Miles Garrett scares the crap out of me on Sunday. Yeah. But uh, for the most part, I think he, he solidifies that. He continues to get better, and he protects Baker Bayfield. And again, I'm thinking this line, James Campen might be my favorite all-season acquisition. I'm not even going to joke. <laughs> He's awesome. He really is. He really is cool. Um, yeah, I mean, Icky is going to finish the season better than he starts. As long yeah. as he stays healthy. Uh, I think that's a given. So um, I would agree with you. I think it's it, it, it you know, very well could be Icky. Uh, I think the only other real option is Brandon Smith at linebacker. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's he's going to have to get the playing time to, uh, to really do enough out there. But I think he could. Um, but I'm going to go with Icky. I think Icky's, Icky's the right call. Uh, next, we're going to have Offensive Player of the Year. Now, I feel like you can go a lot of different directions on this one. Um, I'm going to go with what I think means the best news for the Panthers and that CMC, Christian McCaffrey, is going to be the Offensive Player of the Year. If that happens, the Panthers win double-digit games. And that's just that's just the fact. I have CMC as well. Uh, same reason. If he's healthy, even if Baker Mayfield is a top fifteen quarterback, Chris mm-hmm. McCaffrey's catching eighty passes for you know yeah, eight hundred yards. Eight hundred yards. Yeah. yeah. So and running for a thousand. I mean, that's yeah. The CMC. That that's exactly that's why. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know, and Baker, you know, what's Baker's ceiling, you know, at the at best, maybe 30 touchdowns? I mean, he's never done it before in his career. Uh, I mean, 30 touchdowns and 12 interceptions, something like that would be a great year for Baker Mason. Yeah. A great, and, and something we haven't seen here in a long time, you know, really since 2015, a, a, a season like that. So that would be awesome. Um, but I think that only happens if CMC is healthy, too. I agree. Because so, we, we've too. discussed this backup running backs have not looked good, and I'm not yeah. sure the other guys can really carry the load. Obviously, CMC is just a different beast. I mean, 
when we practiced mm-hmm. with New Orleans or New England, their beat writers were like, "He's just a completely different player. Like he's a beast. Yeah. You see it on practice." Yep. Uh, going to the other side of the ball, Jerry. Defensive Player of the Year. I think this is not surprising. Brian Burns, I think he gets that double-digit sacks. I think he's going to be get 14 sacks this year, something like that. I think he, I think he really lights up. He gets another Pro Bowl bid, and I think he gets an All-Pro bids. I think he's going to be considered one of the top edge rushers in the league by the end of the year. I like it. Um, man, there are just a lot of places you can go on the mm-hmm. defense. There are a lot of good players on defense. I think I'm going to go Jeremy Chin. Uh, I think this is Chin's kind of breakout season. Uh, I think he ends up with well over 100 tackles. I think he ends up with a handful of interceptions, a few sacks. Um, I think he's just going to be an absolute menace out there. Uh, He's going to play safety, but I think he's going to be kind of a safety that does a lot of things that your typical safety doesn't do. Um I'm really excited for him this season. I think this is kind of where he takes off. I think he earns, if not an all-pro, certainly a Pro Bowl, his first Pro Bowl uh, nod this year. Nice. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, another guy I was considering, Shaq, if he's, I'm hoping he stays healthy. He may not get the recognition as the other guys mm-hmm. we just mentioned, but I think just that linchpin, that leader in the locker room, he <clears> could also be considered in this for. And we would be remiss not to mention J.C. Horn, who, yeah. if he plays a whole season as well as he played the first couple of games last year, will be a pro bowler. Yeah, no doubt about absolutely. it. Absolutely. Really good player. Um, it's just all is, is he healthy, and you're playing some really good teams this year. <coughs> Excuse me. Those first few games last year that he played were against teams that were not very good. So, <laughs> you know, it's going to be a different animal for him this season. But, uh, I, you know. Got to mention him uh, as a possibility there as well. All right, final one here. <clears throat> surprise of the year. So uh, I assume we're going to say like positive surprise, pleasant surprise? Yeah, pleasant surprise. <clears throat> I am going to go, so, and someone I talk about a lot, I, I was debating it a couple players, but I'm going to go Shai Smith. Okay. I, I, I think that slot, he, he claims <clears throat> that slot receiver role. He looked really good in preseason. He's looking... He looked like I was expecting him to look last year. We're catching over the middle, making a couple guys miss, being able to break something off fast, elusive. I think I think he's going to be very beneficial to this team in that slot role. That's uh, that's a good one. That's a really good one. Uh, I honestly didn't even think about him. Um, <clears throat> you know, part of me wants to kind of be snarky here. Um, I'm going to go with C.J. Henderson. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to be so good that we can trade him midway through the season and get a really nice return on our investment with him and still have Djax and uh, JC Horn and you know some of the other guys that have really played well in camp um, and still have one of the best corner groups in the league. But I think that's going to be kind of the surprise is that C.J. Henderson plays so well that we get like a second round pick for him or something <clears throat> or trade him for like that defensive end that we need or something like that. Um, you don't think that they're going to 
they're going to try to keep the three together, especially because they have the fifth-year option for him next year. I think that's why he is very attractive as a trade option, honestly. Okay. I think someone could trade him, see they've got that extra year, and, you know, make it work for him. But honestly, man, like, if he plays really well and they can get, you know, a second-round pick or, you know, better than what they gave to get him, I think they should do it, honestly. Because I'm a little worried that maybe he's not worthy of that number nine pick. Oh, he certainly hasn't shown it yet. He hasn't shown it, but I could see them wanting to keep those three together. But can they they, afford it? they have all they three have under con- they all they have all three under contract for the next two years, no matter yeah. what. So that's but, but yeah, and you could do the fifth year on CJ, but most of the time, when it comes to that point, you're extending them, right? Yeah. Rarely are you you know doing the fifth year with not with an eye not to extend. You know, unless it's like you know like. A Baker Mayfield situation <laughs> or, <laughs> or Sam a Sam Arnold. Arnold situation, right? But typically, you know, if they have a good enough season, so I don't know. Um, it'll be interesting to see, but uh, that would be my surprise. And I think that would be a pretty big surprise if he got traded midway through the season. So, all right, you know, you're absolutely correct. It would yeah. be a surprise. Now, I don't have this on our sheet. This is going to be a little surprise for you. I don't know. Beer bet of the season. Oh gosh. So. I will take the over of 750 t- yards by our tight ends this year. Oh, I thought you were going to say Terrace Marshall. Oh, yeah, no, no. I just did Shy Smith. I think Shy Smith may crack like, you know, five to 700. But I think our tight ends between Trimble, Thomas, and Ricci, I guess Sullivan too, have over mm. 750 yards. Because you, you're constantly saying mm-hmm. how bad they are. Mm-hmm. Yep, they are bad. They're very bad. What if they make a trade and get somebody else in here? Okay, how about this? I'll take the bet as long as it's those four players while they're on the Panthers. Okay, yeah. Okay. Now, if okay. if they if they trade for... Pie in the sky, Rob Gronkowski, some reason, wants to come play for the Panthers. <laughs> signs here. Okay, sure. It nulls out this bet. Okay, I'll take that bet. He will not sign here. <laughs> well, I'll take yeah, that bet. Me too. That, I've seen did. some weird rumors the last few days of Dalton Schultz from the Cowboys. I've seen some weird rumors that the Panthers are a potential trade partner from him. I don't see it happening, but... I don't either. For example, if that happened, then I think we would have to null and void the bet. Is what no, I'm That's I, 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 I agree. I'll, I'm fine okay. nulling it. Beer bet of the year. What's that's a that's a big beer bet, or what are we looking at? I don't like know. A nice bottle of Macallan Twenty Five or something. No, not that much. Yeah. I mean, come on, my wife. Will <laughs> All right, Macallan Fifteen. What's <laughs> his charge for the liquor store? <laughs> I lost a bet. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, she'd love that. <laughs> okay, yeah, sounds good. Um, all right. Well, anything else? Ah, that'll do it for us. Okay. All right. We want to thank everyone for listening. If you like the show, please let your friends know. Please follow us on Twitter at MeowMakesPodcast. If you have any questions or comments, you can email us at mailbag at mailmakespodcast.com. If you leave us a five-star review with a comment on Apple Podcasts, we'll read it on the show. 
Please support our sponsors at cvdx.com. Use code MEOW for 20% off. And Manscaped. Use promo code MEOWMIX for 20% off there. We'll be back in a few days to preview the Panthers Week 1 matchup against the Cleveland Browns here in Charlotte. Very exciting. Until then, everybody stay safe out there and keep pounding. Thank <laughs> you.